I have a word for you Amen. from God. <laughs> so, uh, it's so amazing how powerful the, the gospel is. Um, so, you'll hear as I go on what God wants to say to you today, but there's something that you need to hear first. Uh, it's like a part A, part B type of thing. Right, so... Let's start at Hebrews chapter 4. Let's, let's start at verse 13. Listen to this. And not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight. But all things are open and exposed, naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Okay. God knows you. He knows you. He knows everything. <laughs> and He loves you. Completely. Perfectly. Right. So, there's a difference between religion and relationship. Religion is, I pretend. Okay? I am not so much concerned with what I am. I'm concerned with what I look like. That's religion. Okay? Relationship is, I know Him. And I believe Him when He tells me who I am. Okay. So today I'm not telling you who you're not. So that, and I'm not giving you steps to try and be what you believe you are not. I'm telling you who and what you are so that you can believe what you are so that you can just be without effort, without trying to pretend something. Okay, so with that, I'm not telling you to hang out all your dirty laundry. But I'm saying what you've experienced in your life, all the imperfection that you've experienced, is not who you are. It's not who you are. So Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. So if I take my identity from what I've experienced in my life, uh, then I have a warped idea because that idea doesn't come from God. It comes from what I've experienced. It comes from the imperfect world. It comes from what I've done. But the gospel tells us something else. He says, we died, Christ lives inside of us. So if I know Christ, I know who I am. So I need to get to know the one who is in me. Then I will know who I am. Okay. In order for me to know him, I need to believe something about him. I need to believe what he tells me. Okay. So let's, let's read on. Let's read on. Okay, verse 14. Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast of our confession of faith in Him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation. 
but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sinning. God does not expect you to live perfectly in your own strength. God does not expect you to be perfect in order to enter into His presence. Jesus was perfect so that you can enter into His presence. So you come as you are. You come with all your mess. You come with everything. You've, you just come. You don't come on the grounds of your past. You don't come on the grounds of what you did. You come on the grounds of what He did. He is your high priest who passed through the heavens for you, who opened a way for you. Okay? So He has a shared feeling with you. He has sympathy with you. When you're tempted, he doesn't point a finger. He wants to help you. If you've messed up and you feel condemned, he doesn't point a finger. He wants to help you and set you free. He wants you to experience what he's prepared for you. Okay? So the biggest thing that keeps us back from receiving from God is us accusing and condemning ourselves. That is number one. Okay, so sin cannot stop the power of God. Sin is not stronger than God. What you did cannot be stronger than what Jesus did on the cross. What you did cannot outweigh what He did. So either you trust in what you did and the strength of what you did, or you trust in what He did and you come boldly. Okay? So let's read on. He says, let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. The throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners. That we may receive mercy for our failures. Do you see you come into the presence of God to receive, to receive mercy? You don't come into the presence of, of God having perfected yourself. And now you're perfect, and now you can come into His presence. No, you come to receive mercy for failures. So you didn't open the way by your wonderful living. He opened the way by dying on the cross. Okay, so the way is open. You can just come as you are. Okay, to receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help. And well-timed help coming just when we need it. Okay, so, so what is appropriate help for someone who feels condemned? Okay, listen to these words, okay? You are forgiven. That's your help. God is helping you now. Your sins are forgiven. Because Jesus died for you. Okay, <laughs> we pay much too much attention to what we've done wrong. It's time to pay attention to what Jesus has done right. If we can be conscious of His work at the cross, we will live a life of complete, total victory. Okay, so forget how much you've failed. Forget how much you are failing. Forget how much you don't believe who He says you are. Okay? You are holy. 
You are perfect. You are perfected by grace. You are washed in the blood of the Lamb. So that qualifies you to receive whatever you ask from God. Okay, so when people come to pray, come to God. Oh Lord, start to pray. Then your conscience tells you, do you remember? Do you remember this? Do you remember that? Okay, that's not God speaking. It's not God speaking. It's your own heart accusing you. Okay, so when you, when you get at a point where you want to ask God something, and your own heart starts to accuse you, okay, don't start to pay attention to the sin and try to deal with it then. Okay. It's, it's better to just, okay, I'll deal with this later, get, get out of my way. Father, I ask you for this. Or just, thank you, Jesus, blood of Jesus. Okay. Father, I ask you. Don't now get distracted. Because we, we come and we ask, Lord, I want that new bucky. Lord, I want this. Or I need this thing. And God says, yes, 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 ask, ask, ask. I want to give. I want to give. Just ask, please, ask. Ask boldly. I want to give it to you. And we, we start, oh, oh, I don't deserve it. That's the point. It's grace. He gives it freely. He gives it freely because of what He's done for you. Okay, so He's given you access to Himself. And He is the lawful owner and the heir of all things. Hebrews 2. <laughs> he gives you access. We are one with Him. Everything that is His is ours. Everything that's ours is His, but that's not such a big deal. But everything that's His is ours. <laughs> so we have this massive inheritance. And we don't receive from what is already given. Because we spend our time accusing ourselves, disqualifying ourselves for some reason. Okay? And everybody does it. <laughs> okay? So don't let your heart accuse you. Don't let your heart condemn you. Okay? Let this now be forever settled in your heart. You are forgiven. Before God, you stand as if you've never, ever sinned or done anything wrong. You are justified freely by His grace. You stand before God as if you have never, ever sinned. Okay. What does the blood of Jesus do? Cleanses us from all sin and guilt. Okay. So it washes away your sin. So if it's washed away, why do you pay any attention to it? Why are you thinking about it? Why are you meditating on who you are not? Who are you? Well, you are holy. You are perfect. You are born of God. You are a son of God. You are born of the Spirit. You are the Word made flesh in the earth today. That's who you are. So rather spend time meditating on that. I'm a son of God. 
And then whatever you ask, you receive. Okay, remember when Jesus stood in front of the, of the grave when Lazarus was dead. He said, Father, I know you always hear me, but for them. <laughs> I ask you, I know you always hear me, but for their sake so that they can hear and see. And, okay. <laughs> he was a son and he knows who he is. Okay? He, he, he's still a son. <laughs> but he knows who he is. And he's now himself in you and through you. So whatever Jesus did, that you can do. Whatever he had, you can have that. Because that's the one living inside you. Hebrews 10, verse 17. He then goes on to say, And their sins and their law-breaking I will remember no more. So stop remembering. <laughs> remember the blood of the cross. Jesus broke the body and he said, Eat this in remembrance of me. He gave the thanks and he took the cup and said, Drink this in remembrance of me, not in remembrance of your sin. So when you take communion, remember what he did for you. Don't remember what you did. Forget what you did. Forget that. It's not who you are. It's not part of you. You are like him right now because of his grace, because of his spirit inside you. Okay? All right. Now, where there is absolute remission, forgiveness, and cancellation of the penalty of these sins and law-breaking, there is no longer any offering made to atone for sin. Therefore, Brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus. How do we enter into the Holy of Holies? By the power of the blood of Jesus. Not by our own virtue, not by our own piety. By the power of the blood. By this fresh, new, and living way which He initiated, dedicated, and opened for us through the separating curtain, that is, through His flesh. And since we have such a great and wonderful noble priest who rules over the house of God, let us all come forward and draw near with true hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith. Having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water. So what happens is you just come as you are. But in order for you to enter, you go by the power of the blood through the veil which is his flesh. So you go through the cross. That's how you enter into the Holy of Holies. Now, if the blood of Jesus touches you, you're holy. It removes all sin and guilt out of your conscience. So it cleanses your conscience. So when you stand before God, there is no accusation in your heart towards yourself or someone else. Because there's no knowledge of sin. Okay. So we, I was taught like this when I was small. That, you know, the law gives us knowledge of sin. So, you know, that now we know what not to do. No, no, no. The law gives us knowledge. By the law is the knowledge of sin. So, if you study it, you will know that there is such a thing to do it. It will tempt you the more you know about it. So the blood of Jesus does the exact opposite. It removes the knowledge of sin. It, it, it erases your memory. So that there's nothing, you cannot return to what you don't remember. So there's nothing there. All you remember is Him. Okay? So you don't have to try become better. 
You don't have to try to change. You don't have to pretend that you're something you believe you're not. You can just be washed in your conscience by the blood of Christ. And you have a revelation of who you really are. And just live. And you're free. And you can live and do what's in your heart to do. You don't have to constantly fight a desire that's not supposed to be there. How do we get there? Oh, you are there in Christ, by the blood of Christ. It's, it's simply about what do you hear? What do you constantly meditate on? Am I conscious of my sin, my weakness? Or am I conscious of what Jesus did, the blood of Christ? Are you aware of His presence? Or are you aware of your own failures? And today it's time that you shake off your past and stop disqualifying yourself for the things that is yours by inheritance. Okay, so Hebrews chapter 9 verse 13. For if the mere sprinkling of unholy and defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a burnt heifer or heifer or whatever is sufficient for the purification of the body, how much more surely... Shall the blood of Christ, who by the virtue of His eternal spirit, His own pre-existent divine personality, has offered Himself as an unblemished sacrifice to God, purify our consciences from dead works and lifeless observances to serve the ever-living God. The blood of Christ speaks. And the blood of Christ speaks a message to your conscience. And that message is, you are forgiven. You are free. There is no condemnation for you. <laughs> That's good news. So you stand before God, holy, perfect. That's hard for the human mind to take. Very hard, because we are so conscious of what we did. Now, uh, do we know the power of what he did? He's satisfied with his work. He's satisfied with you now, because of he knew what he did. He knew what he's done. He said, it's finished. So he's satisfied with the offering that he brought. Okay, so the high priest's, in the time of the law, they brought an offering on behalf of the people. And for a whole year, their sins were forgiven. But the next year, he had to bring another one. So, but it was something that showed of the things to come. So Jesus came. Our high priest, he offered himself once for all. Once for all. So now, if we believe what he says about us, we stand before him clear, clean and pure and holy. Okay? sanctified, dedicated, called. So there's, there's nothing in you that's despicable. The, the problem is our minds needs to be renewed. Our mind needs to start agreeing with God. We need to agree with what He says about us. We need to believe Him when He says we are forgiven. We need to believe Him when He says He has done the job we are now holy and clean. We need to assume that identity. Because if we believe who we are, we can just be. People don't act according to what they want to become. 
They act according to what they believe they are. So if you believe nonsense about yourself, nonsense will come out. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. So God, God wants you, He wants to change you for your sake. He's, he's at peace in Himself. He's not anxious because you made a mess. Oh no, what am I going to do? Oh. No, He knows everything. He knows all of it. All the stuff that you wouldn't dare think about, that you wouldn't dare tell anyone. That you think, well, if someone else found, found out this, my life will be over. If, 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 all those things. <laughs> he knows it. And He still loves you. So you don't have to try and pretend before God. You, you, don't, you don't fool Him. Okay? It's like we come to God and we think, how am I going to break the news? <laughs> how am I going to tell him that I did it again? <laughs> it's like just, hey man, I did it once for you. Just receive, just accept it. Okay, so I don't know, I don't care what you did. I don't care how many times you did it. You are still forgiven. You are still made righteous. You are still justified by his blood. It doesn't, it doesn't change what he did. So just believe Okay. Uh, Joseph Prince from Singapore says this. He says, right believing causes right living. It's not the other way around. So it starts by what we believe about ourselves. Then the fruit just comes. The, the acts are fruit. It's like a tree bearing fruit. So, you know, have you ever found... You know, you get to people and there's a bowl of fruit, but it's a decoration. You want to eat. It's like. Okay, so the, the world doesn't want fake fruits. It's time that we bear some fruit. Okay. But the fruit comes from the tree. And Jesus took the tree of knowledge of good and evil and he ripped it out of us. And he's given us access to eat freely of the tree of life. Now, those are the words of Christ, those fruit. Now, if we eat it and let it enter our hearts, inside that fruit there's seed. And that tree grows and we start bearing the same fruit. And people look at you, they see Christ. They see the tree of life. And your words bring life to people. You know, leaves are for the healing of the nations. You go, lay <laughs> hands. Okay, let's go to 1 John, chapter 3, one of my favorites. So I'm going to receive today. Little children, let us not love merely in theory or in speech, but in deed and in truth. By this, we shall come to know that we are of the truth and can reassure our hearts in His presence Whenever our hearts in tormenting self-accusation make us feel guilty and condemn us. Okay, so what can reassure your heart? The love. If you constantly live in the love of God and you love one another, your heart is reassured. When you experience love, you don't experience condemnation. The two don't work together. So if you love someone dearly and they 
messed up somewhat, it's not like you're going to be angry with them for the rest of your life. You love them, so you want to forgive. So God is like that towards you. He's, he, he doesn't want to hold a grudge. He loves you too much. So the love reassures your heart in His presence whenever your heart condemns you. Our hearts <laughs> condemns us. But it's not Him. It's, it's our own hearts. Okay? Whenever our hearts accuses us and condemns us. Okay? For we are in God's hands. For He is above and greater than our consciences, our hearts. And He knows everything. <laughs> Nothing is hidden from Him. Okay? And beloved, if our consciences, our hearts do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty and condemn us, we have confidence, complete assurance, and boldness before God. And we receive from Him whatever we ask. Because we watchfully obey His orders, observe His suggestions and injunctions, follow His plan for us. Habitually practice what is pleasing to them. Amplified. God, I love it. Okay, verse 23. And this is His order. That we should believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ. And that we should love one another just as He has commanded us. Okay. So simply believe in Him. Believe in, in the high priest that, that brought the sacrifice once for all to cleanse you. Okay? And love one another. Yeah, that, that's not this hard, difficult thing. It's just believe what he says. Okay? Believe him when he tells you what he did for you. All right? Okay. So, everything your conscience tells you is not the Holy Spirit. Your conscience can accuse you. But God is greater than your conscience. So here comes the blood of Jesus and speaks a word to your conscience. You're forgiven. You receive the word. Oh, thank you. I'm forgiven. So now you can clearly hear him because the accusing voice has been silenced. You feel his love. You receive his love. It gives you boldness because you experience, you taste and see that the Lord is good. So if he is that good, to go to the cross, to suffer, to die for us, then surely He will give me something I ask. Surely when I ask Him to heal someone with cancer, surely that cancer will go. You know? Surely when I ask Him uh, for something for the church that we need to preach the gospel, surely He will, he will give it. If He didn't withhold Himself... From the cross, why would he withhold anything else from us? Yeah. Romans 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. Okay? He who did not withhold his own son, but freely gave him up for us all, will he not also with him freely give us all other things? So, the easy way to receive from God is to Firstly, believe the gospel and not accuse yourself. And then just ask. So today God is saying to you, ask of me. Ask whatever you will and you will have it. God says, ask of me. He says, ask me. I want to give it to you. 
<laughs> it's, it's good news. If you could ask God anything, what would that be? <laughs> I always say that to the people in Mama Lori when we go out to minister. Then I ask them, what can I pray for? It's like, I don't know. It's like, if you can ask God anything, <laughs> anything, what would that be? <laughs> Think about it like that. Okay, Psalms 2. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth as your possession. Ask of me. <laughs> Ask of me. So first he says to you, don't worry about what you did. It's covered by the blood. Now ask. Don't hold back. What do you need? God wants to bless you. He doesn't care what you've messed up. He took care of it. Luke 11, listen to this. Verse 9. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking. And it shall be given you. Seek and keep on seeking. And you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking. And the door shall be opened to you. Okay. Yes, if you haven't received it, keep on asking. Good. But don't stop once you've received. Ask, receive, keep on asking. Keep on receiving. You can have more. <laughs> There's more. Okay, if you have one wife, you can stop. <laughs> but you can have more than one car. <laughs> you, can have, you can have another sound system for the church. You can have an awesome building. You can have a better house. You can have whatever. You can have the power to heal the sick. You can have signs and wonders and miracles. You can have dreams and visions. You can have supernatural visitations. You can have it. You can live there. Ask. Okay? That's what God is saying to you today. <laughs> Such a simple word. Okay. Let's go to Mark. 11, right, verse 22. Jesus replying said to them, have faith in God. Now he's explaining this statement, okay? Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer Believe that it is granted to you. And you will get it. Okay. He says, have faith in God. So faith is, I believe his word, but faith is an action. Faith without works is dead. Okay. It's, you get works by people wanting to, by which people want to justify themselves, okay, those are dead works. Okay? That's not faith. Galatians 3 says the law is not a faith. It's not what he's talking about. Faith and its works. 
It, faith has its own works. Faith means I act because I am convinced. Okay? So I asked God, can I have that? Well, the Bible says yes, so okay. I asked Him now, so I'm going to have it. So now I'm acting as if I'm getting it, as if it's mine now. He says, believe that it is granted. Okay, so it is already given. It is already granted. It is already yours. It's your inheritance. It's already given. We need to learn to receive. But how difficult is it to receive? Well, firstly, if my heart doesn't condemn me, I receive whatever I ask. Okay, secondly, faith. I believe something, and then I act accordingly. Okay? So, faith. Lord, can I have that? Yes. I receive. I receive. Okay? Sowing and reaping. It's a faith action. It's, it's not law. That's dead. It won't help you. But I believe this has been given to me. I receive. Okay? To live in surrender to the voice of the shepherd. That's faith. To live in surrender to his voice. So the treasure is knowing him. The treasure is not what you want to get. But that's also nice, and he will give it. But the treasure is the fact that you hear his voice. So it's just as much a blessing to hear his voice and know it's him speaking. So this is my breakthrough. I'm just, just act because you hear him speak. That's the blessing. That's the life, to hear him and just act. Not caring whether there's fruit or not. Just knowing Him. Just hearing and That surrender. That's worth more than getting the stuff. But the stuff will come. It sounds strange what I'm saying now, but this is what I experienced. Okay, in February, I went to the Spirit Word Conference. So God spoke to me. <laughs> nice. He said, give your car. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> So I asked God for a double cab Toyota. I said, lead me into it. Okay, so the next day, uh, I drove with Marnes in his car. And we were talking about cars. And I, in a flash, I saw me giving my car to him. I said, hmm. Because I, I thought, what would be the perfect car for his wife? And I saw mine. <laughs> 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 okay? So the next day, there's Prophet Andre Bronkers doing the offering. <laughs> and he said, uh, he spoke about giving a precious seed. So I, I just knew, okay, there it goes. So I, thought, I spoke to her quickly and I said, well, she said, she's so cool about it. She says, well, is that what God's saying? Just do it. She's already sold a car and received another one, so she, she does it. <laughs> my, my lovely wife, she, she goes to a hospital outreach on a Thursday morning and comes back with testimonies like deaf hearing and that kind of thing. <laughs> she walks in faith. 
Yeah, she's sown a car before I have. <laughs> so, um, so God says, sow the, sow the car. So if I say, okay, I'll do it. Okay? That release was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. Because now I cannot do anything about it. Now it's in his hands. Okay. So within a month, I received this Mercedes C-Class and a Nissan X-Trail. Okay. So we went to Phuket for our honeymoon. <laughs> and uh, so they, there goes the Mercedes. <laughs> and PP and... Hong Kong, and so on. It was nice. And then it just happened. It's something just happened, and a deal happened, and now I have a Toyota double cab Hilux. It's parked outside. But that's even, that's to me now, that thing is whatever. Now, having gone through this whole thing, now, that is less important to me than ever before because of what I experienced when I surrendered. The, the effect that I had on my life was tremendous. To live in a space where I have to trust Him for everything now. I've given Him everything. Okay? That is so free. It gives you life. So don't think the giving is a burden. The fruit of the giving is life. Okay? Just hear His voice and act on what you hear. Do not distrust Him. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. Okay. So, believe that it is granted you. And you will get it. Believe that it is granted you. And you shall get it. Alright? So, now, I want you to forget anything that you've ever done wrong. I want you to see Jesus standing in front of you. Saying, ask of me. What do you want? So we're going to play this song. I want you to close your eyes. Be busy with God. Just listen to this song and then ask Him, what do you want? Okay? Do you want your marriage to be better? Ask Him. Do you want your bank account to be better? Ask Him. <laughs> Don't try and achieve it away from Him. Ask Him. Okay? Do you want to be rid of some stuff in your character? Ask Him. He knows everything. He loves you. He wants to help.